Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, there's a fine art to sarcastic humor, but you have to protect against just kind of wallowing in sarcasm too long. Nietzsche once said those who hunt monsters have to protect against becoming a monster themselves. Sarcasm goes much the same way. You stay sarcastic for too long, you become sarcastic, like 24-7. And this is one of my favorite phrases. I use it on this podcast a lot. It's like you turned down this street and now you live there. I mean, I used to think of it as, it's like when somebody tells a dirty joke and people go, oh, you went dirty there. I've started thinking about it this way. I think I live dirty and I go clean on occasion. That's where people get their, kind of get messed up with. It's just the idea that eh, I'm, I'm being nice most of the time and then I'm just being sarcastic on occasion. No, I'm kind of just mean a lot. I'm not happy about it. I'm not thrilled with it. I'm not even bragging about it. It just kind of is what it is. But it also is interesting when you get proven wrong. When you start to see something that in the long run you didn't see coming, but it's a nice kind of reminder that, hey, despite the fact that I am convinced I know everything, don't. And it's interesting having that thrown back at me. Like, not not just a disagreement, but just an ironclad, here's why you're wrong. You know, it's fascinating. It doesn't happen that often, but when it does, I take it for the lesson it is, and I'm grateful. And then I move on and I shit on something else. It's kind of an interesting thought. If you shit on, on everything, you're going to get shit on your shoes. So, be selective. You're going to shit on somebody, eh, make it a very, kind of like pick your targets. Like I always say, I don't pick up on, I don't pick on people who don't play the game. So if somebody says, good morning, Will, I don't automatically spin around and give them something nasty. It's like, eh, wait until they give me a little something. Hey, Will, do you realize that it's like, okay, now it's on. You gave, you know, you joined the game and now the game is, is to be played. For those that don't know, this podcast came from a blog that I wrote for quite a while. In fact, it's I think it's approaching 10 years now. But over 700 posts, it's a lot. And once you write that much, just in the vein of being sarcastic and not necessarily mean, but mean does happen as a byproduct of it. It's like when they, uh, when they smelt oil. There's a product that comes out of that called H2S. It kills foliage instantly. It destroys your sense of smell and you smell rotten eggs for a few seconds and then you smell nothing. And then about 30 seconds later, you just fall to the ground unconscious. But that's a byproduct of smelting oil. It's a horrible thing, but it's a byproduct. Same thing with sarcasm. Mean just kind of is not necessarily your intention, not all the time, but when it does happen, You hope it happens in a way that's at least amusing. And when it comes to a podcast, you want something that just kind of rolls off the tongue, sounds like a clever line, and a lot of times taking what was written in print doesn't necessarily do that. But podcast is kind of based on people watching. People watching with a vile, sarcastic mind. When you watch people long enough, you see a lot of things about them that perhaps everybody else didn't even notice simply because you know what to look for. You know, you can tell somebody is, it's an odd thing, but I've nailed it. Five out of six times I've done this. 
You can tell somebody that's very happily married. You can tell somebody that's looking around. You can tell somebody who has a spouse that cheated on them. And it all has to do with their body language. There's a TV show called The Mentalist where he does this nonstop. And it is fascinating, but you also realize that he simply is paying attention to things that most people don't. I had a friend of mine who I'd say after the first year of writing that blog, and by the way, it's at bittermac.com, B-I-T-T-E-R-M-A-C. It's an old nickname of my, from my mother. As I wonder of wonders, I hold a grudge. So Bitter Mac, last name is McKinley. Anyway, but it is a, a friend of mine after the first year of writing it. She loved the blog. And she said, you know, I never realized the things that go on. I went to my local Starbucks and I sat and I just watched people. And she said, I saw things. It never occurred to me people were doing. It's like, yeah, it just kind of, when it becomes your hobby, you spend a lot of time doing it. So you're more likely to see stuff that other people don't. So with that in mind, the culmination of all the, you know, the years I've been writing that blog, the observing of people, the shitting on those people, and then being proven wrong about those people, all of that leads us to today's episode, The Ballad of Tony and Maria, on today's Caffeinated Humor. I'm in an odd place. Not physically, mentally. Kind of a calm before the storm. I'm sitting in the outdoor patio of a fast food place, watching the 1979 epic film Mad Max on a tablet. It's an amazing film. If you get the chance, watch it. But they've it's spawned like about, I don't know, four or five sequels. The latest was Mad Max Fury Road with the amazing actor Tom Hardy in it. You get a chance, watch it. I love watching movies on tablets, especially where I'm not supposed to. And that's where headphones come in. Mel Gibson, by the way, was and is a badass. I put the was in there simply because he's known to be a vicious drunk, an anti-Semite, and kind of an out-of-control rageaholic. So Mad Max kind of became Mad Mel. But this isn't about him. I'm writing about them. Tony and Maria. Now, I was writing the blog for the blog that the podcast came from for quite a while. And hands down, the most popular post I've ever written was one about uh, two teenagers that had two kids together. Now, the since then, since I originally wrote this piece, there's one podcast or one blog that has passed it up in popularity. And it talks about Mickey Rooney, the size of Mickey Rooney's dick. You people amaze me. You're just closet pervs all over the place. But anyway, this blog that became a podcast was called I Just Met a Girl Named Maria. And it was kind of play on words from West Side Story, but I theorized that they would have a lot more kids before they were through. And what the hell would we be doing for these kids? I'm going to end up paying for these kids. You know, there is no hope. The future is dead. It was a pretty dark little uh, blog. And then an extended Cadillac Escalade pulled into the parking lot. It's a big car. It's bright white with spinners. And then the door opens and the occupants get out. And their kids, child after child after child, 
exiting the car, like a clown car, but a really expensive one, nine kids in all. And then the parents got out. I would call it and say either definitely late 20s, possibly early, early 30s. Mom looks amazing. Dad does not look like he's being destroyed by the extreme overtime necessary to pay for all these kids. As they walk around the front to order, the kids hit the seats. This is one of the largest families I've seen in years. Now the kids range in age from an infant being tended by twin 10-year-old girls to about, I'd say a 14, 15-year-old, clearly the oldest. I will go out on a limb here and say that there's just about a child for every year from, well, you're gonna have to skip one or two, but basically we're looking at like one through 15, take out about four or five. Wow. I mean, I gotta say I'm impressed. I'm viewing this as the future snapshot of that original blog, Tony and Maria. They're doing exactly what I said they would be doing. Kid after kid after kid. But, looks like they're pulling it off. Good for them. I don't wish ill on anyone. Well, hold up. I, some people I do. I can't lie about that. But I only reported what I saw the first time, along with some snide comments. Not a real opinion. However, the people that complained about that blog, good lord. You'd think I had dropped trow and shit in front of grandma. It was my opinion. I'm a racist. I'm evil, I'm vile, uh, I'm in favor of somehow either taking their kids away from them or killing them. Made no sense, but complainers are kind of whining anyway, so what are you going to do? Now, the couple in front of me isn't them, but I say it is and you don't get a vote because who writes this shit? I do. Now, what I should have said in the first blog slash podcast was my honest opinion. Here it is. You can have all the kids you want, but you gotta be, you gotta man up, woman up, and take care of those kids. And it looks like they have. More power to you, Tony and Maria. Looks like you're doing it well. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day. Music.